1: Well, we have recovered from 40 inches of snow this past week. And I have to tell you, when I was gone, I was gone. I was at the publishing at Sea Cruise, and it always breaks my heart when I see these blizzards come in. It just breaks my heart that I have to miss (laughs) one again. But I I did. This is the second year in the world I've managed it, which I am thrilled. And, um, and I certainly want to give kudos to our Denver Broncos, who I made it back just in time to see the Super Bowl game. So we have to give kudos to them. And I also want to, um, at the, at the, always at the, Uh, As we go through it, you're going to hear a series of of commercials and our sponsors who make Author you Your Guide to Book Publishing uh, possible. And I'm thrilled to have three new people. We've been introducing them, actually. They've been featured on the show um, over the last, oh, I would say six weeks. But Robin Cutler... Who is the voice for Ingram Spark and Ingram Spark will is, it will be with us all this year as one of our sponsors, JKS Book Publicists. And Julie Shirky did a wonderful, wonderful program that we deep dove into just book publicity and how to deal it and tie it in with your author success. And then Tom Campbell did a show a few weeks ago with us on printing and all the nuances that are happening and the changes in printing with King Printing. Just a few weeks ago. So I'm going to encourage you to scroll back and pick up those interviews if you have not. Those shows if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to because they were just loaded, each one, with nuggets. Today's show... Is a Nugget, Nugget laden show. And with me is Bill Van Orsdale. Bill is an old, old friend. He, I'm, I'm sad that he moved from Denver. I don't get to see him as much. But he is really a visionary with Book Fuel. And Book Fuel, as a chief marketing officer, really does some uh, amazing and awesome things for the self published community and creating quality books, actually from soup to nuts. Um, and beyond so we're going to be digging into a topic that we kissed on oh over a year ago and it was one of my favorite shows and i asked reached out to bill before i headed out to the publishing at sea cruise and (laughs) said you know i would love to come back and revisit the whole arena of super fans raving fans and how they tie in with your author brand so bill's with us for the hour and we are going to just jump right in so welcome back bill
2: Thank you, Judith. Good morning. It's good to be here.
1: I'm glad to have you. You know what? Before we jump in, why don't you tell us what's going on new with Book Fuel? because a lot of our listeners really aren't familiar with what you do there.
2: Well, absolutely. Probably the the neatest and newest thing going on at book Fuel is that um, we talk to a lot of authors who say, look, I, I want to do this professionally. I want to have a professional competitive looking book. I want to produce to the highest standards, but my bank account isn't agreeing with that uh, desire. And so what we have now are essentially installment plans where for $99 a month, you can get all of our services together in a package um, and we get your book out as soon as, as soon as we can. We do it very collaboratively with you. So um, the great thing is we're talking to a lot of authors to say, look, I just don't have a big balance, but I could probably swing $99 a month uh, to get this done. And we've helped a lot of authors with that program. And uh, I think it's, I- I'm very happy about the success of it. It's, it's going great.
1: Well, you know, one of the things I like it because you know I rant and rave about the publishing predators out here, and who who pitch up these packages for three ninety seven, four ninety seven, five ninety seven, and then they suck you in for all this yeah. crap. Um, and I won't say names today, but you know who they are. But (laughs) with that, um, that 99, that years ago, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners know that I actually have a finance background and, um, and I had my own financial firm and, um, I was one of EF Hutton's a long time ago, first woman stockbrokers. And that when people told me that their money ran out before the month and they live pay to pay to pay. Paycheck that I I always put them on a, a money diet, and that I, I can find kiss off. All of us kiss off money bill. All of us kiss off money. People who mm-hmm. say they're broke they kiss off money. And kiss off could be at Starbucks. Kiss off could be buying People Magazine. It's, those are kiss off non necessary monies that really, if you really have to go buy, you know, go buy McDonald's if you have to go get a cup of coffee. It's decent. You know, really, right. Right. Um, or actually, you should make it yourself. But I, I, I digress. Um, that the 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 variety is that everyone kisses off money, and when you throw out a, a, a spiel that you can do, you know, get online, ninety nine dollars a month, and we can get this book going and out. Um, and you know, it it it's it's, it's not going to be the Mercedes Ferrari version, but it's certainly going to be a hell of a lot better. Than a lot of the stuff I see coming out from these deal things and yeah. the quality of what Bookfuel does, they do a good job. And so I recommend it. So take advantage of that. It's bookfuel.com. Thank you, Judith. everyone. You're welcome. All right. So let's jump in here. Let's, let's talk about what is a super fan?
2: Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of authors come to us and they say, Hey, will you help me market my book? And, uh, sometimes they, they truly understand overall what marketing is, and sometimes what they're really asking for is how do you promote my book. But I always start with the conversation with, you know, who are your fans? Who are you trying to reach? And most importantly, who will be your super fans? Now, a super fan is someone that's going to buy every single book that you write. They like your voice. They like your story. They like your protagonist. They like your brand of self-help. Um, and not only will they buy all of your books, but they're going to tell, and not just tell, but probably convince at least two other people to buy one of your books. Um, They want to join your fan club. They want to give you their email address for some permission-based marketing. Um, They essentially are an extension of your marketing efforts. They're an extension of your promotion efforts. They'll pre-order your next book. So superfans are the, what I, what I, tell authors, they're the core of your reading community. They are your ambassadors. And uh, the idea is you want to collect a group of super fans to help you extend your ability to market.
1: I I think, Bill, you know what a lot of people do when they say they want um, help, uh, they want to know how to market. I think what a lot of them are really saying, I want you to market my book. Mm-hmm. um and what they what they don't get is that yes you can get people to market your book but and it's a huge but that it's costly and somehow in it is it's always a dilemma i find it as a huge author dilemma that they need to understand they need to get they need to embrace they need to live it is they are the single best marketer pivotal point that creates this going out and gyrates the fan to come to them. Not mm-hmm. someone really that you're going to hire. It's, it's really going to be your energy, your enthusiasm, your vision, your connection, your outreach that's going to do it. In other words, you've got to be willing to work your tush off.
2: It's absolutely true. You know, no one will care as much as you do about the success of your book, the success of your author brand and your marketing efforts. So, you know there's a a key reason for you to be the head of your own marketing and the other reason i tell authors is look for all of the money that you are going to pay a professional whether it's a pr professional a marketing professional whatever for all of the money that you'll spend on them for their time you are at the end of the day you're actually paying them to do two things one to learn about your author brand and your market because most of the time they're not already going to be an expert and you're also paying them to make mistakes and learn from the mistakes on your behalf. And so what I tell authors is you would be far better off, um, essentially taking the money you would have otherwise spent on those fees. Uh, and there are some very good professionals out there that come very dear to the pocketbook, but take the money you would have otherwise spent, learn how to do this yourself, make these mistakes yourself, go prudently, go cautiously, just be very careful, but remain your own chief marketing officer for your author brand. Uh,
1: that's wisdom, Bill, and I just they need to be their own CMO. As someone said to me, and Joan Stewart and I say this all this time, you know, how long am I going to have to market my books? Well, that creates a question. And the question that we will give back to you is, how long would you like to sell copies? <laughs> and, so, right. and so, yeah, keep marketing until you say, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> the fat lady yeah. has sung, and it's over. Otherwise, you keep out there, and you got to find different tricks and tips and tools out there. And, and one of the great things, you know, one of the programs I did, um, and I'm going to do a webinar on it, Next month, on how to launch a book and how to relaunch it. And I'm eventually going to turn it into an online training series. But that, that the great things about being in the independent and self published communities is versus a traditional arena is that if you're with a traditional publisher, they launch your book and that's it, it's over, we're done. Um, you know, we gave it the attention and now it's up to you or it's up to the universe or it's up to other. But when you're as a self and an indie, you can go back and retweak it and rework it and you can turn a limp fish into a lively barracuda. Um, and move it out with some, you know, some new titling, some new pushing. Maybe a new situation happens that all of a sudden you are hot. Your topic is hot. There's so much that you can do that's exciting when you're in charge. But that means it goes back to being the C- CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, of your book, which is a product.
2: Oh, absolutely. And you know, that's you know, a traditional publisher. The, the great thing is they might be able to get you book, uh, bookshelf space. Uh, the bad news is that that's going to last for 90 to, to to 180 days at the most. And then after that, when you might, you know, because, you know, when you're traditionally publishing, you've got to market your own books. When you might want to be relaunching and retweaking it, your hands are a little bit tied because you don't have control over pricing. You don't have control over book cover tweaks. You don't have control over the metadata. So absolutely a strong argument for. Uh, not just being a self-publishing author, but being in charge of your own marketing, and it's a dynamic process. You're absolutely tweaking your metadata, your pricing, your your target audience uh, throughout the lifetime of your book. Nothing should be static.
1: And, and and static is where an author can't be. All right, with me is Bill Van Orsdale. We're talking about creating fantastic author superfans. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. <laughs>
3: Give your book the best shot at getting buzz before it's even released. JKS Communications has been leading the book publicity industry for more than a decade. From producing some of the earliest book trailers to recently creating what Shelf Awareness calls the world's longest book tour. Our team of publicists work tirelessly, smart, and with the goal of getting you the best attention possible. Our family of publicists come from journalism and publishing backgrounds with great experience and a passion for books. And our family of authors all across the globe are supportive of one another. We read your book and talk to you to understand your goals and lifestyle before sending you a proposal. We only represent books and authors that we believe in. Let's get going. Go online at JKS Community communications.com
4: is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create develop and publish your book without being good if you already have a book out
5: are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an e-book, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's
0: nzgraphics.com.
1: One of the things I get to do um, when we're listening to our fabulous sponsors um, is I, I chat with my guest, and Bill and I were talking about really the necessity of, um, of of writing more books, getting more books underneath your name and building your brand. And Bill, isn't that one of the key ingredients is to evolving that super fan club?
2: Oh, absolutely. The, you know, Of course, in general, one of the criteria of success for a self-publishing author is how many books do you have in the market? Because if you've got two books or three books or four or five books in the market, every dollar that you spend on marketing, every minute that you spend uh, marketing and promoting your books, uh, has the potential to sell not one but two or three or four or five books. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty valuable. And and the other the other reason is that um, you know there's there's some debate, uh, and and frankly, you know I haven't seen good evidence. Uh, one way or the other that I could really uh, point to, but there's some debate about whether writing and, pr- and launching your next book might actually be the best form of promotion for you. Every time you launch a book, people will go back and look at your old books, you know, especially if you're in the same series, in the same genre, with the mm-hmm. same author name.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So you know, we spend a lot of time sometimes um, on social media or other marketing or promotional tasks that maybe we should redirect, uh, toward writing that next book,
1: that's a, that's exactly right. With a, a new client that I had in on Monday afternoon, and she and I, I put her on a social media diet because she was saying, "Well, you know, she had to check in, and she's she's big on Instagram, and and you know, it's pulling her in all the time." And I said, "You know, you can set." Certain times that you go in in the day or evening, you can set your parameters. You can even announce to your fans that you're going to be live at this time. So join you and start, uh, you know, that kind of a communication chat with them online um, and start putting up a whole bunch of goodies. But that she was literally... Sucking five hours a day. My God, Bill, that's a huge amount of time. I don't have five hours a day to kiss off on social media and that I could with what I'm doing and I'm just finishing up my 35th book right now with, with just five, five hours. I'll have the book finished actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, mm-hmm. I can grab five hours, maybe in the middle of the night tonight, um, and finish it and and have those things. But five hours a day is a lot of time. And that even if you're spending three hours a day or even two hours a day, what can you do to cut stuff in half, to redirect it and reposition yourself? And I know I've experienced with my books because I I would write kind of in uh, whether when I used to write finance or I dealt with conflict in the healthcare environment or now all I write about is publishing that I know that with each new book it goes back and picks up and I can bundle together I can make specials if you don't have this right. um, there there are some like my my uh, first book in the publishing arena how uh, you know show me about book publishing I actually will give that away as a lead when you buy a new book
2: Absolutely and you know when we talk about finding your super fans and what can they do for you you know one of the calculations we do is Okay, every superfan is uh, probably worth about four dollars per book. So if a superfan is going to buy every single book that you write and recommend it to two others, and you're making about two bucks a book, um, superfans are have a they're, they're going to have a calculable value. So if you if you have if they have a certain value per book, well, and they buy everything you write, and you can put two books out a year, or three, or maybe even you're very fast, you can put four books out a year. Um, you know, that multiplies the value of super fans for you. Um, you know. then the other question is, how do you find them? How do you connect with them?
1: Well, that is the question. So let, let's kind of, let's, let's start a roadmap here. Where, where do we start? Or, or is there a place you start? Is it everywhere? Or do you start at one focal point and then start spreading it?
2: Yeah, so there's no doubt that you've got to be as narrow. When you define your target market, so your target market, you might start out and say, well, my target market is romance readers uh, who mm-hmm. are between the ages of 35 and 65 who um, like an active novel and uh, who like time-slip novels. Okay, let's mm-hmm. say I've written a time-slip novel like like the Outlander series. Um, that's a good first start, but to find your super fans, you've got to drill in uh, much more specific than that. You know, the thing to know about super fans is that they are what the industry calls super readers. So, super readers, this is kind of an industry term, is the the publishing industry calls super readers the people that are typically reading um, probably about two to four books each month. So, super readers out there are the people that are very quickly gobbling up all of the books in their favorite category. Frankly, they are outstripping the ability of traditional publishers to produce new books, right? Traditional publishers are typically saying to authors, produce one book or two books a year, and um, that will keep your, your readers happy. Well, self-publishing authors are realizing that that's not the case, and if you can produce two or three or four a year, that actually keeps your readers not only happy but very engaged. So you're looking for super readers. There are about, in the United States, about there are about 16 million people who are reading roughly two to four books a year. A month, and, and these are not all genre fiction readers. Some of this, some of this is actually quite a bit of it's nonfiction, and we also know from research that there are a lot of readers who will read in more than one genre. So the first thing is you want to make sure that you're you're that when you're doing this targeting, you're finding you're you're searching in the pool of super readers, and <clears throat> um, uh, that these readers are the kind of readers that are willing to take a risk on uh, self-publishing authors. Um, I think the stigma is disappearing uh, because self-publishing authors are doing a more professional job. They're making sure that they edit their book. Of course, you know that uh, Amazon is going to start posting warnings on your book page if you've got too many uh, edit mistakes inside of your book, and eventually they'll pull your book if you don't correct them. Uh, They just announced that earlier this month. So um, you've know you got to produce a professional book. Your super readers, especially this is great if you happen to be a romance writer or or another genre that targets um, the female audience. Super readers and, uh, are roughly 62% female and, and 38% male. So there are more women in the United States that read more frequently than men. Um, and at least 55% of them are employed full-time. Uh, they have good disposable, medium household income. Uh, and as I said, the, the U.S. has about 16 million super readers. So the key is to go and find those super readers and, and then connect with them and figure out how many do you need.
1: And so do you ask a, a simple question? Let's say I'm I'm, out, I'm throwing out my hook. I'm looking for them and, and just ask, today, are you a super reader in the uh, mystery thriller genre? Do, do you ask a question like that? Where do you go looking for these people?
2: Sure. So I think the first thing you have to be, the first thing you have to do uh, in your effort to, to find your super readers, to find your super fans, your specific super fans, um, is you actually have to be a super fan in your own genre or super reader in your own genre. So uh, a lot of authors say, well, I don't have any time to read the other books in my genre because I'm writing. And I would say, actually, you you must. It's going to be part of your marketing effort.
1: Absolutely. You know, and Bill, I have hammered that on more authors than I I, I care to even say, that they, they don't get it. And I said, number one, you need to know what your competition is. Number two, you need to see how they're writing. I mean, why is it juicy? Why is it grabber? It'll help you in your own writing craft.
2: Absolutely. So once you put on that mindset of being a super reader in your genre, then you can start to get inside the head, if you will, of your target reader. So are there groups on Facebook or Goodreads or other online platforms? So let's say, for example, I'm a a writer in the science fiction platform. I probably want to be on, I I probably want to be lurking on io9.com to see what's going on in their book reviews and the comments of their book reviews. I probably want to be lurking around if I'm a romance reader somewhere on dear author to see what DearAuthor.com to see what their comments are like. So I have to act as though I am a super fan uh, and understand start thinking about where do these people congregate online? Now I focus a lot on online. There are some good offline ideas we've got as well, but the reason I focus on online research for your super fans is because it's the easiest, the cheapest, and uh, th- there's, there's a, a growing, I'll call it aggregation of, of consumers, media consumers online who are saying, look, the wisdom of the crowd is valuable, and if everyone else likes this new book, I might like it too. You need to go find, where do your superfans find out about the next book? And what I tell authors is, when you go and join that group on Facebook, Or on Goodreads, your first post is not going to be by my book. I just launched a new book. I have a new book. Actually, you need to join that community or those communities and contribute. Contribute positively. Don't contribute anonymously. Contribute with your real name or with your author name. And eventually, as you become, and so you would do this before you publish your book. Yep. As you become part of that community, um you're going to gain the respect and the trust of the other people who are consuming books in your genre and the other authors. Mm-hmm. And then then as you get close to, for example, picking your cover, right? Your, your cover designer gives you back three comps and you say, hey, I'm uh, going to be releasing a book soon. Could I get some feedback about which of these covers is the most compelling one uh, for my potential book?
1: All right, so we'll, we'll hold on that one. Jump to a quick sponsor because covers are my favorite. <laughs> favorite, I love to do that, mm-hmm. and um, and I'll, I'll tell something that happened in my office just yesterday with a cover we have yanked. This is Judith Riles. It's author you, your guide to book publishing. Want to publish like a pro today?
6: Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand. And reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com.
4: Many of us have dreamed
5: of writing a book.
6: Some of us even have.
5: Then the hard work starts.
6: You'll need an editor.
5: Who will design the cover or typeset the pages?
6: Who will format the ebook?
5: If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106design can guide you through the maze.
6: They've helped more than 1,000 authors create top-quality books and avoid the not-so-reputable self-publishing companies.
5: Learn more at 1106design.com.
6: Then call Michelle at... 1106-DESIGN.
4: When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your time. Title, enhancing the Promotion of Your Book During Infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward.
0: Publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.
1: With me is Bill Van Orsdale, he's the chief marketing officer with BookFuel, bookfuel.com. And they we we're talking about a variety of things. And if, if you missed a little morsel, one that he just dropped in, which is very critical to understand, the gorilla of, of your sales. Amazon is going to be your gorilla of your sales. I don't care what anybody says um, in book sales. And that, that they are now going to be putting warning flashes out that say that, you know, problems of the book. And one of the biggest problems is is I've always said, is the range of book pollution and the garbage that's come out because of the ability to self-publish so much easier today and that authors think that their sister can edit their book or, or they can just edit their book. And the answer is no, she can't, and no, you can't. You need to get a pro in here. Amazon is going to start putting warnings on books if there's too many editing errors. Warning, warning, warning. I don't know what it's going to look like, Bill, but it's going to be interesting, right?
2: Yeah. It, it, at first, I think they're planning to give a, a, a list. Here are, all the, here are the grammatical errors in this book. And once that list hits a certain size, they're just going to pull the book and ask the author to make uh, corrections and to repost it. And now, of course, no one is going to want even one mistake on their uh, to show up on their amazon book sales page it, it's sort of like saying uh, well here's this this nice shiny brand new car it just has this long key scratch down the side you'll love it otherwise so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly all right so i mean it's a great warning. all right so we were before we took our break we were talking about how do you find the super fans and and, and and first of all, Bell said, for God's sakes, you've got to be be a super fan yourself of what your own genre is. You cannot use the excuse, well I'm too busy writing or I'm too busy marketing. You have got to know your genre inside and out. You've got to know who the top influencers are, who are the best sellers are. And and then you've got to go and you've gotta find out what platforms um are the shout outs. For the your specific genre and you need to become an active member and contributor in the community um, and then when it's time and you're not pitching your book and if you do it's it's X marks the spot which means you are a taboo but is that basically right bill yeah
2: absolutely it's there is a time and a place to promote uh, your book but I would say that for the most part, in your first month in a reading community, that's not the time or the place. And by the way, you'll you'll never ever want to uh, directly pitch the sale of your book to your mm-hmm. readers. What you instead want to do is pique their interest.
1: Exactly, you seduce and get them. Get their awareness. Yeah, yep. you seduce them. You can't be donkey in Shrek. Pick me, <laughs> pick me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember. I need to write a blog on that. <laughs> All right. What are some of the other places that we would go find our super fans?
2: Yeah. So if I'm still doing research, I'm still trying to figure out who my target mm-hmm. audience is. I, I should probably uh, be monitoring trending hashtags on Twitter. So, for example, mm-hmm. uh, last year I should have been monitoring uh, hash, hashtag Outlander, hashtag Outlander Returns. If I was writing a time slip novel, um, if I'm uh, last year, if I was writing a science fiction novel, I should probably be monitoring a uh, hashtag The Force Awakens. Um, there are some good self-help uh, examples here, uh, uh, hashtag gym rat, hashtag best of the day. So when you're doing your research, don't, don't just hang out in Facebook. Don't just hang out in, um, specific communities online, but go to the, the messaging platforms as well and see if you can find trending hashtags. Um, also I want to encourage you to think outside of the book industry. So you might identify the idea that, Hey, my super fans are also, super fans of, uh, another genre of media or media type. So for example, um, uh, your readers might be interested in cosplay or soap operas or musicals or science fiction television or heavy metal music. You know, probably not the same super fan is interested in all of those, but the idea is, um, look for a marketing op- I've got some authors who, who go to cosplay conventions, costume play conventions, dressed up as the character in their book. And they do a pretty smashing job at it.
1: Yep, yep, absolutely. And that also leads into when you actually launch your book, you go in costume. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and and, and even you can make even paper costumes and have your audience be participants. I love doing that with fiction. So much fun.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. And then, you know, once you're inside the head of those target readers, you've got to figure out how do I, and it's a two-part formula. I, I need to connect with my fans and give them a reason to buy. So how do I connect with them? Uh, I make a personal connection for communication. Again, not anonymously. I'm doing this with my, either my pen name or my direct author name. I ask for feedback on my book cover samples. That's a great uh, pre-launch awareness tactic, interest tactic. Um, I ask for beta readers, for arc readers. Um, I can do it for, via a uh, part of my review campaign. Um, and then I want to give them a reason to buy. So uh, maybe a premium with their purchase. Maybe they get some deleted chapters, uh, some character sketches, uh, signed bookmarks, signed books, limited edition hardcover, uh, a pullout map, a pullout uh, chart, a pullout uh, checklist. Um, maybe I'm offering short stories or recipes or worksheets to go with my, uh, any of my nonfiction books, uh, make my offer limited time, uh, maybe do it in conjunction with supporting another cause. So hook, my branding my marketing my book launch to another cause like uh, the pink ribbon for example so you know the idea here is connect with your fans directly and personally you're going to have to put yourself out there once you identify who they are and where they are and give them a reason to engage with you
1: bottom line yeah and that's that is what it is it's the compelling hook that brings them in and and they're they're your they're your fan. They're there. They're there. Yep. All right. So Absolutely. then, in in looking at all these, I mean, Bill, you have reeled off a whole bunch of different sites of areas and in that. Um, if they were to do a Google search, I guess they're going to have to start with Google or one of their favorite search engines. Mm-hmm. Um, we always say Google. Are we ever going to say Alphabet? I don't think so. I don't um, we're going <laughs> to. What were they thinking? I have no idea. They wanted to get to the front front of the list. I think if <laughs> if Apple can do it, by God, so can Alphabet. Um, right. That where would what kind of, of keyword phrases would be they be playing with?
2: So community, uh, your genre tag. So you might look up um, a science fiction reader community on Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, or top 10 science fiction reader community, because someone else might have already done this research for you. I mean, there are, you know, one of the things that is so uh, really refreshing uh, and wonderful about this industry is that authors generally share.
1: Yes, we do. Yeah, That's right. Do.
2: Mm-hmm. So, when, so it's very common when you go to an author's blog, uh, not just to find you know deleted scenes, deleted chapters, character sketches, uh, uh, helpful pull out stuff, but you may also find um, blog entries about their experience publishing their book and marketing their book. And so you may be able to learn from uh, the work that other authors in your genre have done before you. Now, careful not not to copy it all, not because copying's wrong, but because those tactics may no longer work. So, for example, you might find a good uh, how-to uh, on how to do book giveaways for Goodreads, right? But that Goodreads has changed the way they've done book uh, book mm-hmm. giveaways, and so if you were to use the same technique that an author used 18 months ago, it's probably not going to be quite as effective now.
1: No, but in fact, I've had a, yeah, I've had a lot of negative feedback on that recently. That it just hasn't is just not working. Right. Yeah.
2: So I you know I encourage authors Google is your friend Google doesn't cost a dime
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you're gonna find out you know think creatively about uh, phrase your question you know phrase your question like you might ask it to your significant other or they might ask it to you um, and and literally ask that for Google because you're gonna find uh, enough information that'll start a little uh, mind map for you and you'll start branching out the tree and it'll take you in places you you may never have thought of mm-hmm
1: which which is always a delightful journey to me, because mm-hmm. um, you never know where it's going to end up. I, I mean, I love those. It's how I so I do speeches. It's how I start books. I always have a type of mind map um, that brings it into play, and that you just you just never know what's going to happen here. Absolutely, so, That's very cool. All right, so I know we're, we have about two minutes to our next break, but I, I think I'd like to start into. Because we, we have opened up with these different actions that we can start performing now. So let, let's just say I am, let's start with that. We have, a, we have our beginners, we have our intermediates, we, you know, are developing, and we have people who are super achieving already. What, you know, if I was brand new green coming off the street, what would be the three things that you would tell me to do?
2: Well, probably the first thing I would say is um, start now. Right? Don't wait until your book is launched. Don't wait until your website is perfect. Don't wait. Start your marketing efforts now. And, and of course, what you would start with right now is research. There are some pre-publication things that you can do. So, for example, um, you might ask your you might once you find your superfans, and and after you've done a good uh, a creative study of the other book covers in your genre. You might go to the superfan and say, hey, here are three ideas for my book cover that have been provided to me by my professional book cover designer. We talked about this before. Which one of these would compel you to buy my book? Yep. And I I would absolutely start there. Um, I would also start start rounding up a list of people that read and review in your genre and ask them in advance if they'd be willing to review an advanced copy of your book. Mm Mm-hmm. So your book's not even ready yet. The arc isn't complete, right? Uh, ready for you to send out. But start putting together that list now, um, and then uh, the, probably the next thing I would do. Hold so, that uh, one,
1: Bill. Hold yep. that one. We'll come yep. right back. Great. And yeah, because you know what my experience is, they're afraid to do that until the book is done and it's mm-hmm. wrong. Right. We'll be right back. It's author you, your guide to book publishing.
4: By the way, Briles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at mybookshepherd and on Facebook at the Book Shepherd.
5: One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer-focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell.
7: At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from one to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory Management, a new print on demand facility, streaming browser based e books, and bookstore. Call us at 1 800 465 5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com.
1: I always love it when I have smart, savvy, doing it guests um, with me on the Author You Your Guide to Book Publishing show. And Bill Van Orsdale, who is the chief marketing officer, is exactly that with Bookfuel.com. And one of the things that we you know that um I mean I've known Bill for several years, but I always love the idea of creating the Super Van Building them, having them, I mean, it's, it's like having your walking, talking book club that's dedicated to you as, as you get out there. So we're really probing in some of the areas. I asked him if you had three things to do as a newbie starting along the way, but actually they apply to the old hat too, is what should you be doing? And the first one he says, you start marketing now you know you're you're just starting your book you start marketing now most authors i don't care where you are most authors wait until the book is all done they wait start now wherever you are in the process the second thing is is that you've got to get out there and really know who are the players in in your genre so you can follow them and start connecting all right and then we were ju- we were jumping into number 3 bill
2: yeah I, for number three, it, it's going to depend a little bit on the genre that you're in. Mm-hmm. Of uh, course. A couple of, di- a couple of different ideas. Uh, I think there's a lot of value in uh, seeking blurbs from well-known authors or critics, mm-hmm. readers, personalities that are popular in your genre. So, you know, everyone would love a tweet from Kim Kardashian. Um, and, really? And, uh, I don't think probably, I... Well, really? <laughs> well, if you're it depends on what kind of book you're bringing to market. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you may find... That uh, when you start uh, following trending hashtags, the cheese big. Now, of course, those are expensive. Those are very, very expensive. Actually, you can buy them, and they're expensive. That's how she makes her. Well, that's one of the ways she makes her money. It is. But, <laughs> but um, you definitely want uh, to reach out into your author community. And look, if um, I'm not talking about, hey, go find the New York Times bestseller, a uh, best-selling author in your genre. How about if you just go find a couple other uh, self-publishing authors like yourself who uh, would be willing to say something nice about your book in a blurb in the front or a blurb on the back? Uh, Maybe you even uh, reciprocate and do it for them. Um, You know, no one knows how big of an author uh, William Van Orsdale is, but uh, it's a reasonable sounding name. And if he had a nice blurb on my book, that might be fun. So, you know, that's one of the things I would think about, because not only... Is what you get back from that effort directly beneficial to your book and promoting it and uh, its professional looking cover, but it's also going to get you into the practice of, uh, if this is not comfortable for you, reaching out of your comfort zone and reaching out and connecting with people who could be fans of your work, people who are, who are in your genre.
1: And who will, who will do help you with a push when your book is ready and let other mm-hmm. peoples within their community know that this is the hot patootie. So, you know, that all pays off. The other thing is that when you start accumulating these is you may want to carry some of them right in the front of your book. So in the mm-hmm. opening pages, people are talking. So who's talking? Bill's talking. Juice's talking. That kind of thing. And the other thing is don't forget your website that you put up these the shout-outs. So people, I mean, people are going to connect with you in a variety of ways. You've got to put plant things out there so they can find it. Wouldn't you say, Bill?
2: Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, and, you know, so uh, every marketing campaign uh, has phases, right? It's pre-launch, launch, and post-launch. And in each one of those phases, you are working through the awareness, interest, trial, and purchase cycle. You should be doing something for each one of those key consumer behavior Uh, steps, awareness, interest, trial and purchase inside of each of the three phases of your marketing, pre-launch, launch launch, and post-launch. And so, you know, right off the bat, when you're putting together your marketing and promotion plan, uh, and these are the specific actions that you're going to do when you bring your book, uh, as you're bringing your book to market, when you launch it and when it's in market, you're going to have a minimum of 12 things to do. Right. And if you just execute those 12 things, you are probably 12 times uh, uh, more advanced than most authors that you're out there competing.
1: Way with. ahead. So, Bill, re- recite those those four components of of sure. campaign, the awareness. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: So aware. So consumer buying behavior, in mm-hmm. its simplest form, follows uh, uh, in the head of the consumer follows four steps. I become aware that you have a book, uh, and that it's perhaps in a genre that I'm interested in, and the premise of your book is interesting. Um, then there's the trial phase where maybe I walk into a bookstore, I pick up your book and I read it, but that doesn't happen much for self published authors. So instead, I go to the Amazon website where I either look inside your book, not many people do that, or as a substitute for trial, what I do in my consumer mind is I look at how many stars do you have and what's your average rating. If you've got more than a dozen or so, I can say to myself, okay, I don't really have to pick this book up and read the first chapter. It looks like enough other people have enjoyed reading it that that's probably a good substitute for trial for me. Mm -hmm. And then the, the final phase, of course, is purchase. And for the most part, unless I have a very specific institutional sales strategy or I'm selling from the back of the room at speaking events, um, I want to drive all purchases to Amazon. So even if I have it up on my website, I want to drive those people back to Amazon to purchase it because Amazon will, will always get more eyeballs than my website will.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And one of the, the dilemma the author has, well, if they buy it from my website, I get to keep all the money. Um, and, and those, those god awful people at Amazon, they're going to keep 55%. And, and, and those who know me will, t- I will say, get over it. Amazon is a bookstore. Bookstores take anywhere from 40 to uh, distributors, wholesalers take anywhere from 40 to 60% mm-hmm. of your retail price to do what they do get freaking over it amazon is the primary seller for books across the board right now would you agree
2: absolutely they're they're selling probably in the neighborhood well they yeah. are selling about yeah. Uh, What, 65 to 70% of all e-books, they're probably selling about half of all print books in trade pub, in trade publications. Oh, I think it's
1: higher. I I think actually that, well, certainly 70, close to 70% for e-books. For for trade publications, the last data I saw was actually, it's kissing that 70% mark also there too. Mm -hmm. That people Mm -hmm. automatically go, I mean, you know, I'm as guilty, uh, I mean, I love bookstores, there's not a bookstore I can't walk into that I don't walk out with $100 in books in hand. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I am an addict, I'm a book addict, I will admit that. But that when I'm hearing something quickly, bang, I'm online to get it. So it's, you know, check, it's off my list, it'll be back in my office or when I return, you know, when I return type thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and Amazon's actually taking a, a really very reasonable amount of money oh. uh, for what they do. Plus, a lot of authors forget that there's the if I sell it online and I sell a physical version, I've got to package it, I've got to stamp it, I've got to take it down and, and drop it off at the post yep. office. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, and there and you know there's ways to get Amazon to stock up a little bit, so you're not getting hit with onesies and twosies. That's right, That's and you right. you know ask them. You need to buy at least five. All of a sudden, your cost of shipping there has been reduced dramatically and and you can do this but your job is as i as all authors get told when i cross my path if your goal is to sell in the bookstore by god you're going to work your tush off to drive people to those bookstores to buy those books otherwise tuck your ego in the back door and you need to realize what the reality is today the bookstores absolutely. are not going to buy it
2: yeah absolutely so awareness interest trial and purchase are the four mental places that you need to meet your audience. And you need to do that uh, at three different stages in your marketing plan. So during the pre-launch stage, you need to have an activity for each one of those stages in the, in the launch stage, you are going to have an activity, at least one activity for each one of those uh, mind spaces with, for your target reader. And then of course, in post-launch, you need to have an ongoing set of activities as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And what kind of, what would, what would be an activity? Well, we have two minutes here. Give me an example of an activity.
2: Sure. So, uh, I'll give you an example in the, um, uh, in the evaluation phase. So in the evaluation phase, um, I am either, I'm, I'm, uh, reaching out to, um, the Amazon reviewer community and requesting reviews. And I'm going to make a campaign out of that. I'm going to go and I'm going to get, you know, a hundred names or a thousand names, and I'm going to email them, offer them a free copy of my book for an honest review and in whatever format they want, because I need 12, I need 24, I need um, truly, I need about 100 reviews to get Amazon to start recommending my book to others on its own, but I need a review campaign. So that's absolutely something that I would do to boost my trial and evaluation.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, just a, a side a horror story, I had someone who reached out to Amazon top reviewers to do a review and they took the book, and did it. And then literally this woman held the author hostage saying that if you, you know, I'm not going to post a positive review unless you pay me $400. And, and I just said, you need to report her to Amazon oh, yeah. pronto and forward those emails.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Go after her. All right, Bill, we've got uh, like 30 seconds for a quick wrap. What can we do here? Sure.
2: sure. The last thing I would say is don't be afraid to sample out your book. In other words, mm-hmm. maybe if you've got a fiction book, uh, give away enough of your book uh, so you get through the first act to the first cliffhanger. It's free. Download from your website. Give people a chance. There's another good way to give people a chance to trial it.
1: Exactly. And then and then if they sample it out they can post a review.
2: That's right or they and then they'll go to Amazon and buy your book and hopefully buy your other books that you have up there as well.
1: Exactly. All right. Well, with that, we obviously need to do another show, Bill. <laughs> and I'd love just, to. You have Thank a lot you. to do. So, Bill Van Orsdale, Chief Marketing Officer at BookFuel. Check out bookfuel.com um, for your own book production needs. Make sure of the warning. you got to have editing, 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 and find those super fans. This is Judith Bryles. Thank you, Bill. Author, Thank you, you, your guide to book publishing. <laughs>